here on Vocalo Radio, Chicago's Urban Alternative. You know, I always like to bring you things to do around town. And I talked about going to see the show, and I've tried to explain to people this show, and I almost can't. Like, it's almost impossible for me to explain the experience. So I'm really excited to have the director of the show and the star of the show here with me. I do have Miranda Gonzalez. Welcome. And then uh, Flaco Navaja who Hello. is the star of Evolution of a Sonero. And so this is with the Chicago International Latino Theater Festival. And I saw the show opening night. And I, like I said before, I've had trouble explaining it to people. Hmm. So could you guys help explain? Because, I mean, there's, you know, I'm like, yeah, there's just like, you, like, it's like acting and there's a band and it's the music. And uh, it's so hard to put into words. Oh, man, I, I want to go ahead, Flaco, because I okay. can add on to whatever. <laughs> <we're talking about. laughs> um, oh, it's I call it a one man with a band show. So it's not a solo show, per se, uh, in, in the traditional sense, where it's just an actor doing a monologue or playing characters. Um, it's a love letter to salsa music. It's uh, uh, the story of my life. And it's told through the vehicle of a salsa song as a metaphor for my life. Yeah, I think he's being nice. I really think <laughs> I, I really think that there's so much more in depth when it comes to the show. And when I when I viewed it and I saw it um, for the first time, I think for me, what spoke about it is I always tell folks this is where salsa meets hip hop. Mm. You know, they are. Uh, ways that we storytell within the Latin community. And for me, Flaco really does a great job of marrying that storytelling as well as being authentic to his journey uh, and being very vulnerable through song and through poetry and through actual lyric of what it means to be a part of this world and grow up in the South Bronx. Uh, so I think that's how I would I look at it. I look at it as um, a moment where people really get to be drawn in in this monologue, but it doesn't feel like a monologue, right? It feels like he's singing, he is storytelling, he's being vulnerable, and he really lets you into parts of his subconscious that not everybody gets to see. So 
That's how I would describe it. I don't know that. You know. That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and it is, you know, when I when I saw the show, I I was just amazed. It's a pretty long show for one person to carry. I mean, you have this amazing band with you, but I was like, this takes stamina. You know, I, mm. you as as a person, Flacco, I was like, this is an intense production to put on by yourself, and and it, it does feel like it's not really a monologue. It's it feels like you know you're going through all these stories and i feel like you take the crowd through all these different emotions because you are so personal you do share a lot about your life so was that difficult to tap into um i think being honest was difficult to to tap into for me um being like really honest uh and being vulnerable i can fake vulnerability I can't fake honesty. Oh wow, that that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. And um, so I think that was a, the difficult task is is being honest with myself and being like, do I want to share this reality or is this uh, or am I going to shape the narrative in a different way that'll just be uh, more self serving, <laughs> you know? And um, and working with Miranda has been a, a great opportunity for me to re. To come uh, come back to a show that I had done already in the past and kind of look at it with fresh eyes and and reevaluate and and it, it the show is called Evolution of a Sonero so it, it, it's gonna continue to evolve as my life does and um, this latest version of the show for me has been a very cathartic experience because of this new transitional place that I am in my life. I just moved to Chicago um, and kind of restarting in some ways. And to be able to share this, this journey and share this story in this way has been very healing for me, has been very, like I said, cathartic in a lot of ways. And so, Miranda, I know you You said you're like, we need to make sure to give Flacco his flowers. You're like, you know, <laughs> like, like, you know, you wanted to come on. You wanted to tell people like, you know, things that he's done. And I do, you know, want you to share that. But I also want you to share like how the two of you ended up collaborating and, and bringing this production here. That is a great question. So um, the theater community is actually very small. And though people may f- think or feel that we are siloed, we're actually not. So there was a moment where the producer who had produced his show before and his workshops before, Rosalba Rolang, who I always like to mention, because she's like a mentor to me, uh, who runs Pregones Theater in, uh, in New York, which is one of the largest East Coast theaters, Latinx only, um, on that side of town, was like, hey, I have a person, I think he's wonderful, and you have to produce him. And there's just something about working with your mentor, your elder, who's like, you have to produce somebody that you listen. You're like, okay, it'll be done. <laughs> and um, she was like, he's great, he's phenomenal, he's, moving, he's moved to Chicago. And I was like, don't tell me, Flacco. Because Flacco and I had met through another producer. So we had already met, what, the year before? Mm-hmm. When you came out to to, and you know we were talking and and I just sometimes there's moments uh, where you meet somebody and you're like, this person is worth the investment, mm-hmm. like this person uh, should 
be the person that we produce next. A lot of what urban theater does is we our tagline is from the streets to the stage. And Flaco's narrative really fit within that tagline. So um, we came together that way. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked that he trusted me as much as he did because he has been about the world and has worked with some pretty big names. And I was like, and he was like, yeah, 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 here you go. Here's everything. And I was like, wow, this is nice. Um, it felt very easy and it felt it felt um like there was immediate trust. I don't know how that happened. That's the part that I still haven't figured out. Sometimes I'm like, perhaps it's just energies that are like, this makes sense. Um, and we we brought it in and we knew that it was a, a story that our community at Humble Park would enjoy and love. And that's really much how it's been received. Um, so it, I would say that that's how we came about. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's such a great story. And, and if for a minute we could talk about the band, the razor mm-hmm. blades, like, oh my gosh, they are so amazing. They're, They're so, so good. good. Thank you. Yeah, I I love them. And Flacco actually curated them. Like I again, I feel like this process for me, I can only speak for myself, uh, took a trust in a different direction for me. I honestly have not worked with another artist that has trusted me this much with a piece that they've already done and it was a re- reciprocal feeling. Um I, when he's like, I could put together this band. I was like, he could put together the band, right? <laughs> I don't have, I don't have to find anybody, you know. And and he curated the band and really was like, they're going to be great. And I just trusted it. And I do have to say, in the history of my directing and producing, I don't trust people that often. I'm always like, mm, I don't know if this person's going to do what I need them. <laughs> but for some reason, with Flacco, I was like, he's got it. It's all going to work out, you know. And it did. And they're amazing. Yeah. They are amazing. And they're and they're young and they're fresh and they play all over Chicago. Last night they or yesterday they went from one gig to another. They mm-hmm. were at Hubbard Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, our conga player and our bass player, uh, you know, Brian Rivera plays the timbales. He is known all over town. Like anybody that we say timbales, they're like, oh, I hope it's Brian. It's like, it is Brian. Thank God. Mm-hmm. So they have made a name for themselves. And being in this production and marrying music, like musicians that are the way that I love theater is the way that they love music. And having that combination for me with them is really quite electrifying for just me as a producer. Mm. So I think um, what's cool about it is that they also connect with the material. So it's not uh, for them. It, it, it seems like it's not their normal kind of gig. It's not them just playing songs disconnected from the thing. They're a part of the story. They take. I, it was important for me to have give to give them ownership of the of the piece as well. This isn't just my show, and you're playing tunes with me. You know what I mean? Like it was important for me to have a rapport with each one of those musicians, for them to have relationships amongst themselves as well. So it's not just this like assembled group of 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 hit of of players. And then when it's done, everybody just bounces. Like we have a good time. We're you like could backstage tell, you could cracking tell. You could up. tell, yeah. yeah. And so, could you could you tell us about? Because even some of the instru- instruments, I didn't even know. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but he's playing the hell out of it. You know, I'm <laughs> like, he's doing he's doing the thing. So, could you? Could yeah. You so ex- the razor blades is a, <clears throat> is a is a is a one two three four. 
five-piece. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Razor Blades are a five-piece salsa band. So um, bass, piano, congas, Latin percussion, congas and timbales, and then a trombone player. Um, and oh my gosh, he was so! Oh my gosh, he was so good. That trombone, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they're all amazing, but I, I specifically you. noticed the trombone player. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's a it's a small band that ha- that packs a, a big sound, and um, and we're having a blast. And so, when you guys came together to you know develop this and and put it out, were you? Were you nervous about how the audience was going to respond? I know you made a joke and you're like, even though he's from New York, (laughs) you're like, we got to give him a chance. I got to love that. (laughs) I love when you made that joke opening night. I thought that that was so funny. But like, especially being new here, like what what, did it feel different than the way you performed it before? You know, I chose to come to Humble Park because it felt like home when I first visited it. So... To be completely honest, I at no point felt like this wasn't going to be received. This is, yes, it's a it's a story about someone that grew up in the Bronx, but it's a universal story. It's about the human condition. It's about, like, people from Humble Park can relate to those same stories because they've gone through a lot of these same things. A lot of times when I meet people that grew up in, in Chicago, um, uh, specifically in Humble Park or, or areas like that, I feel like we lived a parallel existence. I feel like New York and Chicago are like the same city in a different multiverse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I would agree with yeah. that. I would I would agree with that 100%. As as a Chicago born and raised person, um I always call New York my sibling city because when I go to New York, that's the people, everything feels still like I'm with my own community. Mm-hmm. And that's the other part of it too is I think what I would want to elevate is Flaco's, uh, the way that Flaco has embedded himself within that community. So when people come to see his show, they also know that he lives in the neighborhood. They know they're going to see him around. They say hello to him. He's competing very well with our executive director, Ivan Vega, as the mayor of <laughs> Humble Park. You know, So Flaco walks down the street and everybody's like, hey, hey. So I, I, I really do agree with that 100%. It does feel like we are a part of just a different multiverse, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sorry, we're nerding out on Marvel. No, no, no. I mean, look, everyone, everyone loves a, a good Marvel reference. Um, and so, and Miranda, before we started this interview, you were telling me some of the things that Flacco has done. Yeah, in because, the past. Yes, because because I do think I know that he says like he can fake vulnerability. I also am like, but you're also pretty humble because he doesn't lead with his resume the way that I've met other folks lead with their resume. It's like. You meet him and you're like, okay, this is... That's always a refreshing thing, by the way. Oh, my God. People that lead with the resume, you're like, all right, I'm just trying to chill. I'm just trying to relax right now. Tone it down. I'm I'm not working right now. Let's please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, Flago right now, his voice is on Alma's Way on PBS. 
Uh, he sings the opening theme song. He has been on Deaf Poetry Jam with Russell Simmons four times. Uh, has toured with the show through the years. That was one of my favorite shows. Um, so I actually am fangirling a little bit just mm-hmm. when I met him and I was trying to play it cool because I had already <laughs> known what he had done and I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to pretend. you know. And um, he's worked with Lin-Manuel. Uh, his voice was on the movie In the Heights. Uh, you know, anybody who tells me like, oh, yeah, Lynn sent me a text. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, uh, uh, that's that's someone who is definitely well connected within or, or or has is able to really make a career out of this, which is something I really respect. Um, so I feel like knowing that he is had such a longevity in this world. He just came back from when we were doing it. You had to go to Puerto Rico one of the mm-hmm. one of the weekends because the government of Puerto Rico called him up and was like, "Can you write a poem about Roberto Clemente? We're going to do this video. He shot it in a weekend. We had to, you know, maneuver. Luckily, I think I was out that weekend too mm-hmm. uh, in rehearsals. So Flack was consistently working. And I don't think that people know just because you see someone in a smaller theater, which we choose to be intimate on purpose, mm-hmm. um, it's it's something that's very intentional, uh, doesn't mean that that person doesn't have that type of career sustainability. So Flaco's been around. Flaco is working with folks who are uh, in the industry, who people know more because they have better publicists. <laughs> so right now, I'm I guess I'm being his publicist. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you know when I was watching the show, I was like, okay, this takes like what you're doing on stage. It takes so much crafting of that. Like it's not only the singing, which you're exceptional at. You have a great voice. It's the acting but it's also it has this like host comedic vibe as well because you're able to speak to a crowd which not a lot of people are able to do you could be a great actor a great singer but to be able to have charisma with a crowd is a different thing and i'm like oh no this is someone who's like in it who's Mm. done a lot who's who knows their crafts really really well i think um i i started my career and uh late 90s, 1997 or 8, as a spoken word artist. I came up in the whole spoken word scene in New York at the New York Poets Cafe and things like that. So being able to connect with an audience ended up becoming second nature because of all those years of just having a microphone and speaking directly to people. So I, I also didn't my training came from doing it so i didn't have to unlearn a lot of stuff that people in conservatories and and that that mm. that they, they that they have to do i kind of this is just it is what it is this is what i do you know what i mean so throughout the years that kind of has developed in uh to to get me to the place where i am now where i'm able to put together a skill set that has been kind of cultivated and and incubated for almost 25 years, you know? I, I, I started at a, a young age and kind of just my entire adult life has been kind of played out on stages, I, I, I feel. And I was also extremely jealous I'm like because like you sing, you act, you could act, you dance. You don't, you're not full on d- doing choreo, but you're moving. And I'm like, hold on, is there something like you're bad at? I was like, can I? I can't get one talent. Like and he has like ten talents. So I, I can't thought, juggle. 
<laughs> but I was just like, man, you know, you're you're extremely talented. And so, um, you know, this weekend is the closing weekend for the show. Are you guys sad? Are you sad it's ending? You wanted to like go it's on always, forever? It's always mm-hmm. a conflicting feeling for me because I'm like, oh man, you know, you bring together people and uh, you watch them grow together. You watch them have moments together and then it has to end mm-hmm. at some point. And at the same time, I miss my weekends. It's always that struggle. It's always that struggle, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Flacco needs a vacation. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it. You know how how do people get tickets? What are the show times? You know, because again, everyone kind of needs to go and experience this. I agree with you, and um, right now I have to say there's probably five tickets left for the entire weekend. Oh wow! Okay, so, yeah, you would you have, have to, to jump be, on them. Yes, fast. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at UrbanTheaterChicago.org. Uh, theater spelled E R. Um, and that's where you can get tickets. You can also just Google the show Evolution of a Sonero. And that's S-O-N as in Nancy, E-R-O. Uh, and that should come up uh, to, to grab tickets. But mm-hmm. we are definitely, like, people are tagging us. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about that on the ride over. It's like, how are many people, people are harassing they're, you? They're, are they're you? tagging, <laughs> like, hey, is anybody selling two tickets? Hey, anybody, I got to see this show. Yeah. You know, so and it's lovely. It's nice. It's well-received. And I'm also like, man, we told y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we told you guys to get these earlier. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, are you guys planning to work together in the future? Because it sounds like you guys really enjoy working together. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's my wish. Uh, I don't know about Flacco. I don't want to put him on the spot. <laughs> like, you better say he's like, yes. He's like you looking at his calendar. Yes. He's like, um, I'm booked until... I'm, I'm, I'm booked indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to. Um, like I said before, this was, has been a, a wonderful experience. Um, it's been cool to... to uh, trust and feel trusted it's been cool to feel supported and seen um and not just uh for lack of better words used or like Mm. you know what i'm saying like this this experience has been very i've i've felt nurtured throughout this this time um working on this piece i've felt safe and protected, um, and that's very important, especially when you're doing something that uh, that you wrote. That's something about your your own life. It's very personal, um, and 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 in this very transitional and pers- and vulnerable time in my life, you know, like I was like a raw nerve. You know what I'm saying? And to be uh, treated with the level of respect and and uh care has has not been missed on me i don't know there's only five tickets available allegedly so (laughs) if you can't get it but this is definitely something i feel like everyone needs to experience and and again because i've had such a hard time trying to relate like what exactly how important this is and how beautiful of a of a show it is and um again if you want to check it out UrbanTheaterChicago.org is where you could go for more details. And anything else you guys want to mention before we uh, end the interview? No, just my gratitude to Flacco. Mm, thank you. Thank you. I, I honestly, it was 
it was a, a marvelous experience for me. And not every experience is like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I do feel really lucky uh, to be a part of it and to be a part of a part of the evolution of this work. So thank you. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, you can check me out on social media, Flaco Navaja on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. Um, I have a single out on Spotify that I released last year. Please check it out, share it. And uh, yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you, Nidia, so much.